BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to a special Social Suplex Breaking News Audio. Not really breaking news, but you know how it is here at the Social Suplex. We do as we do here. I'm Danny Kukler. I'm here with my boy, One Nation Radio, AEW rapper, and extraordinaire, Rich Lotta. How you doing, brother? Glad to be here, man. Uh, Big subject, big topic here uh, with Cody Rhodes, and uh, glad to uh, rejoin the show. Yeah. It's not a great match generator, but it's actually a uh, it it's it, it's a more important look at what actually is happening in the wrestling industry here right. because we saw like like the whole observer was like this thick. Oh, the observer was so long because it was the awards issue, so you're. Watching AEW dominate everything, it won like 22 awards, and then the Kobe section is like for people that get upset with Dave. Like Dave, just he's so thorough, he's so like covered, like covers just every angle of the thing, even stuff that you're not sure really should even be in there. Like there was a, a section about um, Kobe's possible political a- aspirations and how could this affect him. It's like why is that in there? But it, Dave is Dave, so yeah, um, Dave stuff Dave. like that. So. We have to cover but, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I sort of want to get into my theory, and I tweeted this out, my thread on Twitter, which I have pinned on my Twitter, at DJD Kooks. I well, sort of think... What, let, let, let them know what happened first. If Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW. Yeah. That's the biggest story. In wrestling, as we speak right now, I sort of assumed if they're clicking on this, but I make an ass out of you and me. But um, my theory on this was um, Cody's days were numbered once Punk came in, CM Punk. He was no longer able to get the feuds he wanted. All he could do, he he had to do was turn heel. He put himself out of the title picture with him losing that feud to MJF. He couldn't, we couldn't get Cody Omega, Cody Mox, which there was an interesting tidbit in the Observer about that, which we're going to get to. He got booed because he was natural at being healed, but he refused to turn. Him putting himself out of the title picture was calling him for being in AEW long term. He could never be a top guy. 
2019 Cody is not 2022 Cody. At the time, Cody thought he was being unselfish, but it ended up screwing him in the end. His ego also screwed him. I also, I used harsher words for that one. Um, He saw himself as a bigger star, and maybe in 2019 he is. But in 2022, with CM Punk and Brian Danielson and the star AEW has, he's at best fifth on the totem pole. Plus, Tony Khan is so good at his status, his status would have flustered. In WWE, he's probably the third biggest guy, but I said biggest, but he's going to be presented as the biggest guy. Um, To WWE, Cody is the best person they can get right now, and they think he'll be presented with ideas that can keep everybody fresh. What WWE doesn't realize is Tony Khan keeps AEW running, not Cody. Yes, Cody's stuff was the best thing on screen in AEW, but Tony Khan is the visionary. Plus, Cody will get more money, and Tony Khan saw the value of other guys over him, and I think that's what Cody got offended over. Your reaction to that whole? Um, I think there's some stuff in there that uh, that are maybe solid points. Um, I think, however, like the, the whole deal with him pulling himself out of the title picture uh, and it being this unselfish act, and that's like the public marketing of it. Right. Uh, I always kind of had a different view on that. And then seeing how this whole thing has played out and the Codyverse and everything else, the separate camps, the, uh, you know, the world that Cody isolated himself in, him never really going around the top six people because, you know, he would, chances are he would have to lose to them because they would, he would be essentially a very high level gatekeeper that kind of forced him to wrestle lower members on the roster. So, uh, and this was his idea. This wasn't Tony's idea to put the stipulation on him. However, um, it also was known that Tony Khan's first four champions were decided before the company ever started or, you know, a show was booked. So for me, it's not really all that unselfish to uh, challenge or not challenge for the championship when it was never meant for you. So right. like, all that all that does is you've taken a bunch of money matches off the table uh, for whatever reason, whether you don't want to lose to anyone at the top or you have like personal issues where you don't want to work with somebody like uh, the him and Kenny stuff. I thought in the observer was pretty fascinating what Dave was saying because he kind of gave it away without really giving it away because Dave just won't say they don't get along. Like he says that, you know, the the Bucks and Cody were, were cool for the most part, and they would, you know, work together on business. But Rhodes and Kenny, they don't have a relationship outside of business and only really get together to discuss business. But when I look at the history of AEW, there was no business. So right. um, so that's, that's a mighty convenient way to uh, avoid somebody. Uh, and also, uh, you know, and it, I don't know whose side it was on, but chances are, um, you know, you look at when the company first started, they were both baby faces. They wouldn't be, be in each other's way. It was almost like a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart thing. If you guys are both heels, there's no reason for you guys to wrestle for most of the time. Where you guys are both baby faces, there's no reason for you both to wrestle. And then like the Cody, you know, title uh thing that's like you know down the road 
there's if he can't challenge for the title and he knows Kenny's going to be the champ for a year, that's kind of convenient. Um, and, you know, on One Nation Radio, I, you know, kind of get into uh, conspiracy theories about, you know, wrestling and okay. what people are really trying to do. And all my signals are going off right now with uh, what Cody was doing. Um, I think it also came to, you know, like with all that, the, uh, you know, his sequestering himself, into the Codyverse, uh, the last like seven months, it's been no secret. He's kind of struggled with his crowd reaction. There's some people that will claim that this is exactly what they were going for. This is the desired reaction. I disagree because there was a lot of baby faces they had him in there against. They would put him out there against Dan Lambert, and it would be you know a disaster of a segment. Uh, the crowd would side with Lambert. Um, he he just started struggling around that Agogo feud, and I would argue he's been struggling since uh, you know he put over Darby Allen for the final time or the only time um, in full gear 2020. And after that, he was kind of like lost, and that Cody Burst stuff, like the Agogo feud, feud, feud flopped, and the Malachi Black kind of kind of one kind of underwhelmed after a while. Him and Andrade was, you know, it was cool, but it wasn't really there. He kind of regained, you know, a better form when he was around the TNT title again, but I think it was too late. And I think he inadvertently tanked his own value in kayfabe by like this real life thing, which like when it was time to sign you, it was like, yo, you want the 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 paycheck of like someone uh, you know, that's the number one or two star in the company. It's like, when you're TK, you're like, I can't give you that because I can't use you at the top and I'm not breaking my stipulations. And then thinking about how he's never been around any of the people, I've heard all these people talk about these matches they didn't get to do and it was like on TK. And it's like, if I can't use you at the top, all I'm going to do is weaken you anyway. So we might as well just keep you down where you're, you know, could be semi-useful, which was helping other people um, ascend and I'll, you know, I think he's a bit overrated in that regard. Like, as far as like, you know, people have said he's this star maker and all this other stuff. I'm like, I mean, the guy that turned out to be what looks like his moral enemy is, is a bigger star creator for me. Look who the world champion is right now. So, um, I don't know, man, like there's, there's a lot to this. Uh, and then you, you look at it and it's like, well, if I can't get everything I want out of AEW if you're Cody, which means uh, either the raise or like the booking power um, philosophy, all that stuff. Like he, there's nothing in it here for him, like at that level, because he's going to be at the same or just continue to go lower as all the new signings keep coming in. So the best move for him, like is the move that he didn't really choose to make, but he just kind of Got kind of forced to make. He, he, he was kind of forced to make that move. That well, I guess I'll call WWE, and then of course WWE will be like, "Hell yeah, we'll take you." Like like AEW's been taking the wrestlers for three years, so he'll break the bank. He'll he'll get like a you know he will fail up off of this essentially, and uh, you know him going to WWE is crapshoot. Anything can happen. The smart move would be for them to push him as a top star and have him as the WWE champion by SummerSlam, right? Right, but but do you have faith that they will? No, yeah, yeah, they're not really known for doing the smart thing. But um, yeah, man, what what do you think about like the the whole uh, Cody and Kenny thing? Um, I think the whole Cody Kenny thing is sort of like this whole dynamic of like trying to one up one upmanship. You know, it's a whole deal of like 
this guy is here, so I'm gonna one up him. Mm-hmm. And and like Cody wasn't on Kenny's luck ever. So there was that professional jealousy there. I, f- I feel like it's a story as old as time. It's like two guys think they're better than the other other. So and you know they they dressed it up. I think for as long as they could. And then people started seeing it and there was no taking it back. And I, and I feel like there's just all these, um, like these breadcrumbs and, you know, I'm not going to do it, but I feel like there's a study to be had, like looking back at all their promos and the stuff that Cody would just start saying that, you know, Kenny wouldn't even really like buy into like when um, it was the first promo of the pandemic and Cody was talking about the one and one a star and all this other stuff. It's like, what are you talking about? Like we're all worried about the pandemic and the world ending and you know all this other shit. But it's just um, Cody wanted yeah. his tension, which is you know he was in the I'll never turn, and they, he was like playing with that tension, and that tension just like led him out of the company. And I in in September, I, I like we on One Nation Radio, we've been chronicling this Cody Rose thing extensively. Every time it would go really bad, it would be like a come to Jesus segment on One Nation Radio trying to diagnose everything that's going wrong. And in September, I was like, he keeps fucking around with this. I could see him out of the company. I never imagined it would be that fast, like within four months of me saying that. But um, this is a good reminder, I think, for everybody. Like the the great utopia that um, AEW has kind of marketed itself as. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's wrestling like and this is a good reminder for everybody like there's going to be uh you know competition for spots for money egos going at it but uh i think you know for the most part like aw's managed like i've heard more positive stories out of aw than yeah i hear about most companies right but you know it was bound to happen somewhere it it was bound to happen somewhere and you know he he threw brandy in it and that's like a whole nother uh, element to this and I don't want to you know get too much I feel like Cody's like the main story but the Brandy stuff is it it, it seems like it's just like yeah, it's like hey like Tony was like I can get rid of two headaches at once I'll go ahead and do that like and it, the the interesting thing is like the, Tony letting the option not pick up because he could have rolled the option over and kept him but um Feel like he sensed Cody was unhappy and was like, "Yo, I'll just let you out." Right, and and to that aspect, he is an honorable employer, you know, because he's like, "You're unhappy, you're gone." It's not like yeah. it's not like anything like anything personal or anything like that. It's more like you're unhappy, you're gone, and here and you're gone and. There's nothing more to it. There's nothing like, like what, what more could I have offered you in Tony's case to that I could offer like, 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 like realistically that it's going to make Cody happy. I Um, think Cody was really stuck on the booking thing and he's very hands-on and uh, the sports illustrated piece that they come out, I believe it was Barrasso that said something about, you know, him losing that, Cody losing that booking power that he thought was, you know, possibly on the table was a bigger loss than anything he took in the ring. And I don't know, man, I kind of like the Tony Conway. Right. Because with that, you're going to a company now who controls 
every aspect of everything yeah. you do. Right, they control that's the irony of you work. Right, right. And, and I, I guess like, you know, there's a, you know, maybe there's a feeling for Cody that he'll do, he'll eat the shit in WWE, but he's not going to eat the shit in AEW because he, you know, was a founding father uh, per, per se, but right. it's, you know, I, I think it's like, ultimately, I think AEW is going to be fine. They're going to be able to slide people right into, uh, you know, Cody's role. I think there was a uh, feeling in the air on Dynamite where people were going out there just, and it was like, every person that came out there was just more over than the last one and there were no weird reactions to to people and it was like wow this is like straight baby faces and heels like the old days of dynamite where there's not like this part of the show that everyone's just like what is happening happening there's no car crash going on and i think um you know in you know i i don't i don't think AEW got worse off this especially with all the new talent that's that's coming in and yeah. this is good switch, switching switching people up because like there could be a day like you know kenny's contract comes up next year could you know something similar like this happen to him i don't see it i feel like he would i feel like tk is like would break the bank to keep kenny personally but you never know it could happen kenny could be in cody's shoes next year where it's like they look around and like i don't know bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, if we're going to pay you this much going forward, but I think, like, personally, I feel like the Bucks and Kenny mean a little bit more to uh, to a like a lot of AEW fans and Cody's like always been he's always been the WWE guy like right right and you know he, he's built a sizable fan base on, on his own and uh, I don't want to take that away from him but uh, you know the like we lose some bleeding in the middle of the show and some you know some some of the like old school stuff that, that he was doing, but I feel like he should. But been... we we still have that with Daniels, and we still have that with Mox. So right. it's not like and, we're and not man. losing that aspect of the show per right. se. We're losing it with Cody. That's the only person we're losing it with. Right, and you know I think Cody should play it a lot smarter. Like I feel like there's no excuse for him not doing a program with Mox at some point. Um, there's no excuse with him not wrestling hangman before he was the champion it was like 
you know, I it only leads me to think he didn't want to necessarily lose clean to these people. Like he'll let he'll let someone beat him if there was they're unhooking a belt from a ladder. Uh, you know, <laughs> if they spit mist at him or something, right. or or squash him in, in like four minutes to where it looks like you know he was blindsided or something, he'll take that. But you know, these weren't like. Like there was like one real loss for him where he had a lengthy match where it was like 18, 20 minutes. The guy just comes out, beats him clean. And it was Darby for the TNT title after he had lost him like three times already. Everything after that or besides that, you're looking at ref stoppages. Uh, diamond ring. In the face with the diamond ring. Um, you know, just, just a lot of buffoonery anytime he would lose, right? So like, that goes back to the star creator thing. It's like, you know, he had a great hand in helping Darby. Won't take a, take that away from him. But everyone else after that, like the Sammy thing, like Sammy Guevara was doing awesome already. Uh, Cody may have helped a bit, but, you know, it wasn't like he laid his shoulders down for him. So <laughs> there's, it, it just, yeah. you know, for me, it feels different. But um, I don't know, man. Like it, it's a new day, a new era. And I, I'm pretty excited for it. And, no, yeah, uh, I, I feel like it reinvigorates AEW because at the same time, you can't you can't tell me like the new stars coming in aren't as fresh because Cody was getting old after a while. Very still, that's why people started booing. Yeah, so it's not like, and that wasn't happening with Kenny. That wasn't happening with the Bucks. Yeah, because, because smartly they they turned themselves early to like avoid anything like that and uh i think people got a real education on who the the political masterminds are kind of and you know everyone always just assumed the guy in the suit had it all figured out but maybe it was the guy in the shorts and the or the guys in the shorts and tank tops that had it all figured out uh how, how to you know navigate you know the fan reaction the the backstage the owner the booker um but I think Cody right and I don't think like like the box that dark order segment you know that mm -hmm. end of 2019 thing that could have really gone sour for the box mm -hmm. and and let's remember that was a box segment that right that that the book they turned they're hotter than ever you know they win tag team of the year two years in a row you know and they feel like they're a top drawing act again. They win match of the year two years in a row. It's like the Bucks never stopped because, yeah. because they took it upon themselves to say this is a wake up call. <clears throat> right. Um, I am looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, Cody shows back up at WWE, what his presentation looks like. If, uh, you know, it reinvigorates their environment. That first promo that he does, I'm going to definitely check it out and see, yeah. you know, what it, what it looks like, what it feels like. Uh, I just have no confidence in, you know, where it could go for him. Uh, I feel like, you know, an easy story, you know, would be like him and, you know, someone like a Seth Rollins or something like, uh, you know, Seth Rollins is Mr. Stand-Up for WWE. So let, let him fight, you know, Cody. If it was me, I would have Cody go over him at WrestleMania and then like build up Cody for, you know, SummerSlam. And they're going to be in a stadium, I think, for yeah. money in the bank. They're going to be in a stadium for money in the bank. You know, he can win the money in the bank briefcase. He can, you know, outright challenge for the belt 
whatever you got to do, I feel like it would be like Vince McMahon's being handed something he hasn't had in a long time, which is somebody that's seen as a star, right? Right. And that's like, you know, Cody's 36 years old, I think. So he's even younger than most of their main eventers, which is interesting because they've, they, they took, you know, they, they had Brian Danielson. You would think, oh, yeah, fresh out of retirement. We're going to push him to the moon. And it just took a long time. It felt like, it felt like, you know, it was a mercy heel turn to do it and, you know, all that other shit. But um, they should be able to do something with Kobe. This big man was gifted like this. And you never know what he can do now. If this was like 2005, man, you may think he can hit this out of the park. You know, this is 2022 Vince McMahon. And I, with the output, seeing Happy Corbin and Madcap <laughs> I'm like, when I saw that in the world, it was my first time seeing Madcap Moss. Yeah. It, I'm uh, like, bro. It, it, it could fully go down. They could book him against Otis, and then you know, it's we're we're la- we're pointing and laughing at that point. But um, I don't know, man. Like, like what do you what do you think of um, you know, like uh, the fact that Cody, like, what, first, what do you think of the stipulation? Like, you know, what do you think that effect or the, the stipulation, the effect the stipulation had on? how he was perceived and like, you know. I think how he was perceived, it was a double entendre. Like the people who knew, like really knew, like booed him. People who really knew booed him were sticking to that. People who cheered him and wanted to be by his side, you know, it was a double entendre. And it was a big shade of gray, and it ended up being like a cluster F the entire time he was in the company because it, it screwed up a lot of things because he, like, no one knows how he could be presented. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's unfortunate because he, yeah, he really had a lot going for him in 2019. And I think that um, he got long in the tooth and then he never had like, you know, he's always seen himself as, as the star, like as an ace. And I, I just don't, you know, if he turns heel, he's got to, he will lose at the end of the day. And then I, I, and I think that would have been beneficial for him like personally like you know let some people go over you like and like at the very beginning you know Jericho Mox Pac like like and no it's it's the thing it's like bro like the Bucks were putting everybody over at the beginning Kenny was putting over everyone at the beginning and then they always had somewhere to like rise back from um Cody he was just like he made himself this quote-unquote tragic figure like so early on it was like there was never another way and i'd be interested to to know and i don't think we'll ever know this if cody asked to break the stipulation during like negotiations or something and Tommy was like no like we're not going back on that and lying to the fans and stuff like that because um it would be fascinating uh, let's just say i i i would i would think he did 
I would think hundred. I I I would put money on that and say hundred percent. He asked to break that stipulation, and Tony Khan would say hell no because because Tony Khan. One thing that Tony Khan does do is he sort of stokes. He doesn't believe his fans are dumb, you know, mm-hmm. and. And like, if this was WWE, they would think his, their fans would forget in like two years, and and that ain't happening with AEW fans. Yeah, and, and I think AEW is just generally under a like on a, on a uh, they're under a bigger microscope than like WWE. They can just have terrible shows and terrible shows, and no one cares. But um, something AEW happens is like you know, companies right. So right, it's not gonna happen. Tony knows that. Tony knows that, and he's like, "I'm not letting anything like that can be criticized be criticized on my watch." It's amazing that he actually like let Cody like go. Um, you know, let him walk, and you know, there's a budget that's that's in place, and you know, a lot of people always call Tony Khan this money mark and all this other stuff, and it's like. Sounds like somebody that has a keen idea of like value and um, planning around television contracts, and there's gonna be a lot of people due for a raise, uh, you know, coming up. And I think that, um, you know, they're going this to was a mo- if this was a money mark, Tony would have been Tony would have signed Cody, yeah, he would have signed him for five million dollars and never been able to use him as a top star, which would have been dumb. Waste some money. Um, so like, and I think their television deal runs through the end of 2023, which is why I think Kenny took that four-year deal because if you see down the road, like, oh, the second TV contract will go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, pretty interesting times, man. So, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just though the Kenny and the Bucks they took those options and they, they, they said. Yeah, because because they're more valuable to AEW than Cody is. A, B, those TV rights deals. We don't know if that bubble's gonna burst. First off, um, you know, and it's like, 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 what are you gonna do if the bubble bursts? Like, 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 these are the questions that Tony Khan has to factor in, and that's why Chris Harrington's employed there. Right, Chris and parents don't take all that. So, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all I really got on it. Like, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you guys check out. Like, I'm gonna be on One Nation Radio, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna light them up, but in another way. Uh, I wanted to do two kind of different, you know, takes on it. So this is like my more like straight laced. Hey, here's my thoughts on the situation. One Nation Radio, we are coming for the jokes. We are coming for no, and like, and like the the asinine takes by wrestling media it's just been what what have you seen i've seen i've seen like some asinine takes like 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 cody like cody's the reason why the ratings have been tanking stuff like that okay okay buddy think about it like this um AW already has plenty of experience operating without Cody Rhodes. He, like that's 
you know, he's he's gone on several hiatuses and filming things and missing pay-per-views. Like it's already happened. So, you know, I don't think they'll miss a beat. I don't think they'll miss a beat either. It's just like, it's just like they, I, 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 I it probably happened this week where where it, it happened because the rating was bad. Yeah, it was a yeah. legitimately bad rating this week. Right, right. But I and like some of the take takes like like it's just like like trying to figure out like figure out like 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 if they should have signed him, keeping him there, trying to justify him staying. You know, it's just like asinine on both ends. Would you ever predicted that, you know, there, there's always been people like trying to figure out who the first like jump from AW to WWE would be. Do you ever think it would be Cody? Part of me would have said yes. Because really, why is that? Because part of me would have been like Cody wasn't always comfortable. Part of me would have been like, no. Cody wasn't always comfortable with, you know, being a second fiddle. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, he was top guy, top shelf. You know, 2019 Cody. That's where he wants to be. The biggest fish in the goddamn pond. And he's not that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got on it. Yep. Where can people find you, Rich? Yeah, um, you guys can find me uh, at richlatta 32 on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on One Nation Radio, uh, co-host with James Boyd. Uh, we normally stream Monday nights on Twitch, so join us for the live Twitches. You can see Danny in there sometimes. Join us in the comment section, uh, giving us some, some good laughs to keep going. And, uh, yeah, make sure you guys keep listening to uh, Great Match Generator. Yes, Great Match Generator on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I think I think next episode is going to be done next week because it, it's just I've been busy a lot. Like, like work has been hell with it. Hell, not like hell, but you know what I mean. It's, it's like getting a job done, watching matches. It's hard, you know, to sit down for two hours and watch a mat, watch like four matches. But me and Adam Yeri get it done, and it's always a fun time. And I am at DJD Kooks on Twitter. Follow the network at Social Suplex, and follow the rest of the boys, keeping it strong style. Apex Suplex, AEW Match Guide, everybody, and they'll do it. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.